It's that time again. Time again for the Cowboy Roundtable. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. Sit back and relax while we discuss Wyoming athletics. Welcome to another edition of Cowboy Roundtable. I'm your host, Jeff Fry, and uh, we have a uh, special guest today. Cody Tucker from 7220 Sports is on the line. Uh, welcome, Cody, to the uh, Cowboy Roundtable. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you having me, man. I hope things are uh, good for you. Well, we're doing fine out here. Uh, it's a little, uh, it's been warm. We've gotten a lot of rain here in Virginia, but um, uh, today was pretty nice. Uh, we had like 35 days of 90 degree better uh, better temperatures. So. <laughs> we'll t- yeah, we could use some of that rain. It's been pretty hot here too, but uh, uh, we all know winter's right around the corner. Yes, it is, and it's going to be a long, cold, lonely winter, <clears throat> uh, given uh, given the fact that um, the Mountain West Conference, uh, including Wyoming, has. Uh, postpone fall sports, so there's uh, going to be really lonely and war memorial, and uh, uh, I imagine the uh, the uh, uh, attitude or the uh, feelings over there are pretty low. Yeah, it's a it's pretty somber time, Jeff. Uh, people are people are really hurt, you know. And I, Wyoming's come out on the field every fall since 1945. Of course, they missed or 46. They missed a few years there with World War II. Uh, but you know, that's what we do in the fall. And, uh, you know, I had season tickets myself for 28 years. So, uh, regardless of doing it for a living or not, it's just still awful on my end. But, uh, I know the fans are kind of going through all the different stages of grief, right? Uh, you know, they anger, sadness, uh, really frustrated, uh, especially because it appears the university of Wyoming's president did not, uh, at least, you know, even though the season would have still been canceled, he, you know, didn't vote yes that uh, that Wyoming wanted to play. And, uh, you know, I know that was hard for a lot of people to swallow. And it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's still surreal for a lot of people, too. I know myself, I was, you know, it was it was stunning to hear that it's over. And, you know, we've been hearing one thing after another. NCAA tournament's canceled. This is canceled. Uh, Cheyenne Frontier Days is canceled. It's just, it's been one thing after another. And, uh, this is the one we really hoped that we wouldn't hear, and unfortunately, the uh, guillotine drops last Monday. Well, I think part of the um, shock came. Um, you know, there was talk of doing uh, playing uh, eight plus two, eight conference games plus two non-conference yep. games. That was still on the table, and then all of a sudden the shoe dropped and it was over. And I think that really caught a lot of people by surprise. Yeah, it, it did. Uh, but you know. Uh, I think in talking to some people over there as well, some sources over in Laramie that, you know, it was definitely about COVID. A lot of it was about COVID, but then when you start mentioning, you know, or bringing lawyers and getting lawyers involved and all that stuff, then you're talking about the ramifications and what they can be from COVID. And, you know, they start bringing up, uh, you know, heart problems and things like that and amateur players. And, and then of course the, the PAC 12 starting their, you know, busting out their list of demands followed by the big 10 and then the mountain west which 
which in my opinion, the Mountain West uh, list of demands was nothing uh, crazy at all. I, I thought it was uh, very good. I thought it was almost common sense. But uh, that's scaring some people in the NCAA as well because, you know, it's something's going to happen here soon. With You know, I think they're a little worried about these players maybe unionizing, uh, trying to find ways to make money. Um, so I think that was part of it too, and they don't want to get into the legal stuff. And, uh, you know, it was just a lot easier to pull the plug. Plus, you know, CSU just had their outbreak down there in Fort Collins, and they've been going through all their turmoil as well. So it was just – it seemed like it was bad bad news every day. <laughs> every day there was something new. Uh, you know, as well as New Mexico's governor asking the Lobos not to play and asking the Aggies not to play. And, you know, it was just one thing after another. So, you know, uh, I don't think anybody really felt good about it. But once you hear those words that it's canceled, it becomes very real. Oh, yeah, it was uh, I was surprised. I was um, I came on the board and I was looking and there was some discussion uh, about it. And I said, what the hell are these guys talking about? And then I went back and looked at um, a couple of um uh, news articles. And I said, "Oh, damn! That's what they're talking about. It's uh, uh, in uh, Mountain West pull the plug." So, yeah, I, yeah, it's well, you know, Jeff. Too the hard part is these Wyoming Cowboys players really did everything they needed to do, and they did everything the right way. They've been there since June. Um, there's only 11 seniors on this team, and uh, the leadership is unbelievable uh, for such a young group that nobody was going out, nobody was screwing around, everybody was dedicated. Uh, no positive COVID tests. And, and I think we thought all along, Jeff, that this it wasn't going to be because of Wyoming why this season didn't happen. You know, obviously we only have 600,000-plus people in the state, and, you know, we have that going for us. But it's the teams Wyoming plays. You know, we know we're playing a team from Vegas, San Diego, Albuquerque. Um, we knew that it would probably not – it would not be Wyoming's fault that this thing didn't happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it did. A lot of hot spots involved in there, and of course the California schools—they're uh, under pressure from uh, their uh, political base, uh, you know. Uh, so uh, obviously, with the Pac-12 going out, it'd be kind of hard for the other California schools in the Mountain West uh, to play and them not play. So. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre, and and of course, right now another thing that's going into. The emotional side of this thing, of course, which is unfortunate, is politics. You know, some people think we should play because of their politics and their views, and, and other people are steadfast against it. And it's just, you know, more division that we don't need. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Um, now I can. I can. Uh, I talked to Kevin McKinney a, a week or so ago, and it talked about their decision-making process. And uh, again, you know, he said that uh, they'd done everything right. Is you know, they only had, I think when I talked to him, they had one positive case, and that was in the department. It wasn't one of the athletes. I think it was one of the yeah. civilians. And yep. uh, so they did really well. And like you said, they really uh, worked it. So uh, they were totally de devastated by this. Uh, but do you think that uh, given the way um, – conference alignment is and all that do you think wyoming could really have struck out on its own and and thrown some uh, games together well i i don't know i think they want to be loyal to the mountain west conference uh you know look no further than provo utah at what uh you know what that looks like when you when you're not aligned with a conference uh byu still can't get a schedule put together even though they plan to play to this point uh 
it just wouldn't have gone good. It would have ruffled feathers. We saw what happened with Nebraska and the Big Ten and then flirting with the Big 12 for a season. And uh, they make a lot more money in the Big Ten than they did in the Big 12. So, uh, you know, cooler heads prevailed. I, I do give Nebraska a little bit of credit there, though, for, you know, really fighting for it. And I think that's what Wyoming fans would have liked to see from from the president would be just fighting for it. Uh, you know, we might not get it. But, you know, we didn't go down without a fight. And, and it doesn't need to be threats or anything like that, but it needs to be exactly what we're talking about. Wyoming did all the right things. The kids wanted to play. Uh, no COVID cases. Um, you know, I think that should be fought for. Uh, you know, it's, it, it was going to be fought for to no avail, of course, but just the fact that you put it out there that you were fighting it would have gained him a lot of respect. Yeah, yeah, I think that... Uh... That rubbed people the wrong way. It, it looked like uh, acquiescence or uh, uh, just throwing in the towel. Now I will, I will, I will. Um, how do I want to put this? Uh, I will commiserate with him in a little bit that he's a brand new guy, just in the job, and this is dropped in his lap, and um, probably didn't understand the mindset or the culture of yeah. Wyoming people. You know, and uh, like yeah. you said, there's lawyers being talked about and all this other stuff flying around. So, well, too, you can think of it this way, too, Jeff. And I, I listened to Tom Berman on the radio the other day, and he had a great point. You know, sometimes these guys are just too close to the situation. And sometimes you need somebody who's not as close to the situation to make the right decision. Uh, if Tom Berman would have absolutely played this season, but. You know, sometimes you need somebody out there that's going to say, hey, this is a this, this is a virus that has killed however many thousands of people across the world. Um, you know, one death too many in a lot of people's opinions, of course. And and, uh, you know, we can't take the chance of one of our kids catching this and heaven forbid dying or, you know, getting his family sick or anything like that. So I thought it was a great point that he made that, you know, he's too close to the situation. So he's invested and his heart's invested. So of course he's going to say yes, because he sees players and coaches and hears them every day saying they want to play. Um, so sometimes they need help being saved from themselves, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I tell you, um, it's, it's, it's a tragedy in so many ways. Look at the, look at the financial hit that, uh, the UW athletics is going to take something like $12 million was mentioned, uh, by mm -hmm. Kevin, uh, that's that's huge. I don't know what our total budget is, but that's got to be a big chunk of it. <laughs> well, it's a huge hit, and, and where it's really going to be a huge hit is to employees and uh, other sports. Um, we've seen colleges around the country. I believe Stanford just dropped their wrestling program a few weeks ago. Boise State dropped their wrestling program. Um, and unfortunately, it always seems like wrestling is one of the first ones on the chopping block because you know, nine times out of ten, it's got to be a boys' sport to comply with Title IX. Uh, so it's going to hurt. It's definitely going to hurt. But there was some encouragement yesterday, and I know it's not, you know, it's not crazy big, but a lot of Wyoming fans are stepping up and saying, hey, keep my, keep my season ticket money, keep my parking pass money. Uh, you guys need it, and we can afford to, to give that to you. And I believe Wyoming uh, kept over $30,000 in less than two hours yesterday. So... Um, it's not huge in the grand scheme of things, but they're going to have 11 more scholarships that they're going to need to pay for just on the football team alone with seniors. So, um, you know, and with the energy sector the way it is in Wyoming right now, uh, Tom Berman's very well aware that uh, things are not great right now. So uh, we need something to happen. And, uh, you know, luckily for Wyoming, the Cowboy Joe Club is the biggest fundraising arm in the Mountain West. 
And unfortunately for the Cowboy Joe Club, their auction got canceled, which I know a lot of people like to go to and have fun and spend a lot of money. So, um, you know, they are doing it online, but that's another big hit. So mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be looking for money, and they're going to find a way. You know, um, uh, the other thing, uh, you know, the coaches uh, are uh, – Coaches' salaries have to be paid, or is there any talk about furloughing coaches or any of that stuff? Yeah, you know, there's going to have to be, um, and, and not to mention the budget cuts across the state right now from Governor Gordon. There, there's going to have to be, and we've already seen uh, Tom uh, Tom Berman and Craig Bull step up to the plate and and donate a uh, hundred thousand dollars or more to back into the program so that they could help those spring athletes that uh, had their seasons cut short last year as well. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit more of that, but unfortunately the, the smaller non-revenue teams, things like that, uh, support staff, um, you know, there's going to have to be some really tough decisions. And I know that's Kevin McKinney and Tom Berman's uh, number one thing right now that they're trying to do to, to have the least negative impact on the program. Yeah, it, um, well, that begs the question then, too, uh, that it's a postponement uh, in, in their terminology. So uh, uh, what's your feelings about uh, uh, getting everything grinding uh, grinding a start in the spring? I mean, can we play football well, in I, the spring? I, I know the Cowboys and, and Tom Berman and everybody, if they have the chance to do it, they're going to do it, absolutely. And uh, – any season is going to be better than none. And because we have this this hiccup this year, there's eventually going to have to be some weird type of situation where we get back on track, right? Unless right. we just don't have a season completely. So, you know, everybody's been tell, talking about from how bad the weather is in the spring to the fact that these guys are going to play games and then turn around and be, you know, playing again right away in September. Um, I guarantee you ask any of these players right now if they'd be into that, and I guarantee it'd be yes across the board. Um, but there are going to be some logistical things, and and who else is going to be playing in the spring? That's another question. You know, who does who would Wyoming play? Just Mountain West teams? Uh, maybe it's an abbreviated season. Uh, whatever the case, uh, TV uh, TV speaks loudly, and if they mm-hmm. play and they're on TV, that means revenue's coming into the university, and uh, they're going to do it, in my opinion. Well, and then this begs another question: the eight hundred pound gorilla. Uh, what's the COVID situation going to be in the spring? I mean, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, good question. Not to mention uh, our notorious flu season in the, you know, frosty Wyoming in the winter. So, um, yeah, we just don't know. And and really, that's what it all boils down to in this whole thing, Jeff. The unknowns were just too much for people to put, take that kind of liability into the university's hands and the conference's hands. And uh, that's why they made this decision, ultimately. Well, you know, the, the, the water under the bridge or the tears cried or the spilt milk or whatever whatever saying you want to use, uh, uh, it, 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 what's really disappointing to me is that it looked like we had a pretty good team, uh, potential yeah. team coming up for this season. Uh, that's, that's the hardest part, uh, for me anyway, to think about, is that they were going to legitimately – you know, uh, they had a legitimate shot to bring a con- bring a conference title back to Laramie. Uh, they had the greatest, one of the greatest schedules, home schedules in the history of the program. Uh, the, the cards are aligned here. And now the scary part is 
some of these players have gone home. Uh, you know, you lose that regimen of, of you know, you know what you got to do. You're going to football. You're going to tutors. Now you're just a normal Joe Blow student. Um, and, you know, some guys thrive on that structure and other guys don't. So my thing that I can't help but think is what is this roster going to look like when they play again? Uh, I don't think they're in jeopardy of losing anybody to to the NFL early or anything like that. Um, but I do think that, you know, when guys go home and guys are not structured and these are young kids, uh, you know, it wouldn't be too crazy, I don't think, to think that, these guys could come home and say, you know what, if we're not playing ball, I'm not going to college. So that's why I went to college. That's why I went to Wyoming was to play football and, of course, get an education. But first and foremost, I went to play football. So it, it's kind of scary. It's just, once again, more unknowns that we just don't know about. But I know one thing I do know is if they can play in the spring, it's going to happen. They're going to find a way. And it's just nobody knows what's going to happen with this damn virus. And we're just we're all just hoping it's going to <laughs> like Donald Trump says, hopefully just go away. That would be great. <laughs> well, um, uh, well, I'm not even going to get into that. I'm, I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep that at arm's length, and you know, I've got my opinions and, and what yeah, have I'm sorry you. I even brought that up. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. That's a, that's a hot potato. But uh, <laughs> um, you know, uh, I guess you know we've we've um, we've lost. I looked it up. We have, I think we've lost four football seasons in the entirety of the program. Yeah. Uh, 1918, pand- uh, pandemic flu, Spanish flu, uh, mm-hmm. and it hit Wyoming hard on the third iteration of it, and that's what that was all about. I, I just posted a uh, article to the Wyoming um, Archives, has a, a, an article there about it. Mm. And uh, so that took him out. And then, of course, the war situation, you know, that's uh, um, uh, that's reasonable. I mean, you know, um, uh, the entire country was mobilized for war. So and we're, yep. all these guys had to go uh, go serve. So, uh, yeah, that's that was the reason why uh, those uh, things did not go. So, yeah. And then this is probably a total reach here, but it kind of almost has an SMU feel to it. And I know we're not the only ones who got the death penalty here, but it sure feels that way. That especially if there's going to be other teams that are going to play this this fall, it's going to be really, really hard for Wyoming fans to stomach that and say, why are we not playing? But these guys are. And that's the other crazy thing, Jeff, is how are SEC doctors and ACC doctors coming up with way different things to tell these conferences than the Mountain West doctors? And that's the other thing that's been real frustrating to people is how are they able to keep going if this is indeed about the safety and health of these players, but we aren't. Uh, You know, it's just, it's so crazy. And that's just, of course, more political stuff that's uh, turning into a nightmare uh, more and more each day. I suspect... And this is just me and my pessimistic <laughs> attitude that, I, that I've developed here. I suspect that they may get a couple of games started, but the the that the um, uh, positives, uh, COVID positives, are going to explode. Uh, yeah. And then you know, um, uh, it's I just don't think it's going to work out. Yeah, you very well could be right, no doubt about it. And, you know, it's it's sad. You know, speaking of pessimistic, I, I'm typically not that kind of guy. But 
in a way, I'm kind of like, I hope they don't play because I would be jealous. I mean, just flat out jealous. And Mm -hmm. then on the other hand, I kind of hope they do play so we can watch some college football because we all love college football at the end of the day. Um, You know, maybe our team's not playing, but, you know, I know we all love college football. So it's one of those weird, weird things. And the other thing I mentioned in a column last week, who do you blame? That's the hardest part for me, too. There's not one thing you can put your finger on. You know, is it China? Is it the president? Is it Democrats? Is it our president at the school? Is it, you know, it, what is it? You know, it's a virus, and there's not really anybody you can point a finger at and, and hold them responsible, I guess. So I've been kind of struggling with that, too. Well, I in my former life, uh, I had a little something to do with uh, pandemic planning uh, uh. exercises, uh, doing tabletop exercises, and uh, it's one of those things that we've we actually dodged the bullet a couple of times. Uh, yep. And uh, there's there's stuff out there in the world that if it gets into the the human um, pathology, uh, you know, becomes a human pathology uh, that um, you know uh, could could wreak havoc. And uh, if you don't have a virus, or if, excuse me, if you don't have a vaccine. For this, and uh, uh, your population vaccinated against it, the only thing you have is to stay away from each other and uh, to wear a mask, which is probably not that effective, but it's better than nothing, you know. So, yeah, it, it's yeah, I and mean, with the with the way politics are these days, so polarizing and everything, you know. I, I posted something on uh, the seventy two twenty Facebook page that said. Hey, you know, it was an AP story that said, hey, a vaccine might really be around the corner. And then I got just hammered with people saying, I'm not taking a vaccine. And, oh, know, yeah, there's that. something political. <laughs> Jeez, there's that, too. You know, we won't yeah. get everybody to to, to uh, take the vaccine because that's got a, uh, a, a thing to it as well. There's a yep. certain population that's not going to go that route. So, yep. yeah, it's really hard. And it's, it's, it's very, very difficult. And um, uh, I just don't know. I just don't know what to uh, to make of this. Um, uh, any 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 uh, hopeful signs out there? Can you can you give us any uh, good news? <laughs> well, the, probably the best news I heard from Tom Berman was that uh, as of right now, which how many times have we heard that? Uh, as of right now, the fall or the winter season is supposed to be starting on time, which, of course, is Cowboy basketball. And I know uh, everybody's in football mode right now, but uh, the Cowboy basketball team, there's a lot to be excited about with Jeff Linder and that group. And uh, what a phenomenal job he did landing a top 50 recruiting class and the top recruiting class in the Mountain West, considering he didn't walk into one living room and he was doing this all over Zoom. Yeah, uh, just a re- really impressive. Um, you know, I don't know how much better they're going to be next year. I, I, I just know they're going to be way more fun, way more competitive, way more compelling, and and I'm excited for the fans to get back on board with basketball because when Cowboy basketball is good, it's really good, and uh, the AA is one of the greatest places on earth when it is good. And of course, we don't know if fans will be allowed and all that, but. Man, uh, that would be a really nice thing because, you know, basketball start, starts before you know it. Uh, they start in October. Uh, they're playing in November. So yep, yep. Uh, that'll be here in no time. And it is going to be a really sad, weird, long, probably freezing cold fall for all of us here in Wyoming. <laughs> but uh, if basketball can kick off and 
and be as exciting as they are on paper, um, I think we're going to be, you know, we're going to be pretty happy. And then if we can throw cowboy football on the end of basketball season, <laughs> I think we'll be real happy around here. Well, I was thinking the other day, I have a, one of the, um, not the latest, the last version, but one of the later versions of um, NCAA football. And uh, I was thinking about organizing the team with the right numbers and names and just playing the original schedule out in real time. In other words, on Saturdays and whenever they were going to play, play it, <laughs> playing on my video game. So at least I had a Wyoming game uh, on that time and, uh, you know, maybe record it and see what uh, my record probably wouldn't be as good as this team would actually play. though. <laughs> Yeah, desperate times, desperate measures, right? They, uh, I, I know I have a lot of fans wanting to get together and do uh, do some kind of tailgate over in Laramie because that's the other big thing, Jeff, that everybody's talking about is is Laramie's economy and and the hit that 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 city, which we a lot of us consider to be Wyoming's hometown, uh, they're going to take a huge hit, and uh, so a lot of fans would like to get together and and throw a tailgate party, and, and we talked about that a little bit too, like if that does uh, come to fruition, uh, throwing up a, throwing up maybe last year's Missouri game or the bowl game or something on a projector and just letting people feel normal for a night, as normal as can be, and, and have a good time with each other because there's nothing like tailgating in Laramie and opening day when you're seeing people that live all the way across the state who are kind of your fall family, for lack of a better term, but uh, – that's going to be the hardest part is just sitting here at home, especially if there's no college football on. That's going to be really hard to swallow. Well, you know, uh, that would uh, you you've actually come across the, uh, what I think is a pretty good idea is is to get the university to pull up some of the greatest hits um, uh, game wise and mm-hmm. uh, see about putting them up on their website and yep. uh, broadcasting them just as if there were. Uh, 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 a real game playing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the only problem is, is, you know, that would be perfect on the big screen inside War Memorial Stadium if you could actually put people in the stadium. Yeah, that's that true. Really fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, that would be nice. I mean, uh, there's a, um, uh, I have got a link to the uh, Sugar Bowl uh, mm-hmm. game. Uh, there's a, um, uh, a recap of the game, and it doesn't show all of the plays, but it shows the major plays, and from yeah. 1969. Uh, uh, is it 69? Yeah. Uh, yep. And so uh, that would be a nice one to see, you know. And there's some BYU games, uh, and and you know, the, the Missouri game again would be great. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it could be fun and, and a little history lesson while we're at it, but. The thing that, it, yeah, and I, I, UW's done a great job with that, playing those rewinds on Facebook Live and stuff throughout the, uh, you know, throughout the season. Uh, I bet they're kind of wishing they would have saved that for now, though. So, yep. Uh, but maybe they'll, maybe they'll kick that up again. They own the rights to it. So, and I think the fans really enjoyed it. And especially the university did a good job of throwing a couple of former players who played in that game uh, in the comments to uh, sit there and chat with the fans about what they were seeing and what they were feeling on the field. So, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to have to do something like that to at least uh, scratch the itch, uh, at, least, at least a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely going to be an itch. Yep. <laughs> There's going to be a huge itch. And, and, and you, being 7220 Sports and uh, 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 orienting yourself around Wyoming athletics, uh, that's got to be a, a, a hit for you as well. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Um, you know, I, honestly, Jeff, I've been trying not even to really think about it too much because, you know, and, and I know people think I'm crazy, but right when this happened, I just felt this enormous sense of sadness because I'm a Wyoming guy, uh, first and foremost. And, and then I really felt for the players and I really feel for these fans. And, you know, and I had so many uh, messages, messages of encouragement and phone calls and texts from people who are worried about me. And, you know, yeah, things aren't great. This is absolutely not how you how you jot it down. This is not in the blueprints. And, and it's so hard to think that last year at this time we had just launched and we were at Media Day in Vegas and we're at Media Day in Laramie and we're writing great stories left and right. And then Wyoming beats Missouri and, you know, all is right in the world. And now it couldn't be more opposite. So. Um, it's brutal, but there's, uh, you know, I'm lucky I don't have a ton of overhead, so I, uh, you know, we'll survive. It might not be as, uh, you know, as much content right now, but honestly, I don't even know if fans want content right now. <laughs> I think people are just, people are just really sad right now, and it really feels like a, a really long week of mourning, and it hasn't even been a week yet, so um, yeah, it's it's tough. So oh, yeah. um, we'll we'll be fine. It, it is hard, but but we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, I think we're going to come back. I mean, uh, we have before. Yeah. You know, uh, it took a, a long climb out of the Black 14 thing. It took a long climb out of other things that have happened in the program. And so you just drive on, you know? Yeah, and, and UW specifically, they, they have the right leaders in, in place right now, too. I mean, Craig Bowles the kind of guy you want. You know, Craig Bowles probably going to be here for the rest of his career. He's the kind of guy you want. Tom Berman has done a fantastic job with everything, um, you know, navigating some unbelievable waters that he's never, you know, dreamed of, I'm sure. So, and he'll do a great job fundraising like he always has. And they'll figure it out and we'll get back to normal life one day. But, uh, you know, I, if I'm being totally selfish here, uh, basketball season would be very helpful. And then followed by a spring football season would just be incredible. And then hopefully next year we can just get right back to it. Yep. All right. Well, Cody, I want to thank you for joining us here on the roundtable. And oh, thank uh, you for having me, Jeff. Oh, yeah, it's been great. And uh, we'll get this put up uh, on the podcast tonight. And uh, we'll have to uh, let it go for a little while. Maybe we'll get back together in a couple of weeks and uh, see if there's anything else we can talk about. Yep, that sounds good, man. Hit me up anytime. All right. Okay, that's Cody Tucker from 7220 Sports joining us on the Capitol Roundtable. There you have it. Another Cowboy Roundtable podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. Join us again when we have Cowboy Roundtable. Cowboy Roundtable is a production of Jackalope Ridge Media, LLC. All rights reserved.